Okay, it's on, Dad. This is a Talking With My Dad podcast. And uh, just going to start and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I think that's always the best way to uh, start something that you don't know... uh, you don't really know. It's a. It's a, It's like a, a discovery. It's and Dad, remember, just so you know, this is uh, gonna post on Strigiform type stuff and my stuff. And you, I, I'll, I'll actually, I guess I can, uh, messenger or email it to you. So or well, um, yeah. You know, it, it doesn't. It yeah. it doesn't matter. This is fun, and uh, it is whatever it will be. Um, so today, you know, let's just, uh, I want to be contemporary for a moment and just say today was an interesting day. Uh, we have uh, Megan traveling up from the south. Uh, she's hit weather. She had a lovely seven days in Florida and uh, decided that um, her trip would bring her up through New England, uh, today she was uh, scheduled... They've gone further? No, no. Well, you know, I don't know where they are right now. The last time I heard from them, they were... Yeah, but they're not just going to continue up to Maine or something. No, God, no, no, no. They're going to they're gonna end up uh, at their home. And they'll pick mm-hmm. up Gracie tomorrow. Ah. Um, so we have one more night with Gracie. Gracie has been an absolute delight. Um, oh, she barks all the time, though. Oh, yeah, I know. I think she started barking as she became more comfortable with us. Um, And, um, you know, then she said, okay, I can do whatever I want. And she's been barking. Mm -hmm. She loves to bark at everything from a... um, You know what I was thinking, actually, that she... A scary person to a gecko on TV. Right, well, yeah, she does bark at the TV, but or so you have told me, but... um, I uh, I thought she may bark at things like uh, that are sounds that we can't hear. Because oh. dogs have good ears. Yeah. And the thing was, I took her for a walk several times. And uh, one of the times, but not all, she just really wanted to bark out into the trees and woods. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? Well, it probably was the wind whistling through the trees yeah. and the woods. And you're right. It's probably at a, whatever you call it, decibel level. That well, we wouldn't recognize. No, I think that's loud. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I don't really know my sound physics. So but it wouldn't be a decibel level. It would be a... Megahertz. It would be a frequency. Frequency. Okay. A different frequency. Anyway, so that's that. That's today. Uh, as, we, as we look about all the stuff we're involved in, and we're involved in so many things, but they're a little bit stagnated. But you and I work best when we work together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a lot of carpentry to do. Mm-hmm. We've got um, the kitchen that we need to finish, the baseboard and the um, molding, crown molding up atop. Uh, and also pull out drawers and so forth in the kitchen space. Yeah, but I was telling you like about like for example, my my thing with your cooking today is mm. that you shouldn't consider yourself needing to cook all the time. You should consider 
you know, systems of getting the, you know, stuff into the house. and Because you seem to be kind of obsessed with your chef thing. And you kind of buy a lot of food and you, you cook every night. And I just think, well, hey, you know, cook three nights a week or four nights a week and and, and have the the gourmet or gourmand perspective in what you're doing, you know? But anyway, um, what let I'm me, trying let to me, say is let systems. Me, let me just say, I love that idea. I love it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So around the house, like for carpentry and arranging the garage shop and so forth, um, I think we need to um, think about, like, modularity, modules, you know, and compartmentalizing and boxes and toolboxes and sub-toolboxes. And, mm. like, I told, I said, what was it I said? Oh, yeah, what about some kind of, you know, not just the shelf for the spices to cook, but some kind of, um, you know, like a, like a, spices case like almost that you could take on the road if oh and that reminds me there was that thing that uh i i think this is so cool i had and i would like to talk about this with you actually is uh <coughs> a, a chef a knife roll except i also imagined I, I like built it on on amazon and and facebook and it was a it was a chef's knife roll that also like the had, kind that chefs travel with yeah, right. yeah. Right. But it, so it also had, you know, a shrimpy veiner and a chef knife and, you know, a spoon and to stir soup or pots or something. Small spatula, spatula. Oh, I think Thermometers that, and so forth. Well, I think uh, that kind of thing, you really have to focus on it just being a chef's role so that you have, you know, an exquisite Japanese knife. Uh, and some German knives. Yeah, and uh, you know all the utensils generally. And you don't put a pot in there. (laughs) No, but I mean this is the kind of thing. Like I have that nice. It's not a pelican. It's like a. It's like a situation wand or something. I don't Mm. know what it's called, but it's it's a. um, It's a case that you could arguably put. You know, just like I'm putting things that are for, you know, observations in it. Why not put together a traveling chef kit, case, box, you know, something, you know what I mean? Uh, I know what you mean to an extent. Uh, and it is organizing our kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the pots and pans in our kitchen. But I suggest to you that we should organize our pots and pans for the kitchen in the kitchen. Yes. But you were you started out by saying carpentry. And that reminds me now, in the context of trying to say, well, what about, like, um, systems of getting stuff done? So taking out the trash is then an issue of, wouldn't it be nice if I could fit... I know I can build the box, I just don't know if I could do the slides, the drawer slides, and then put a bigger plywood biscuit-joined um, box inside of it. I'm talking about like a drawer like two inches deep and as, as wide as the door in the side there by the refrigerator. And the whole thing slides out, and then out of it lifts a separate plywood box that we could rubberize the inside of. And that's where the recyclables go. Yeah, I, you know, and we have that to an extent with um, 
the uh, slide outs that I bought, the metal slide outs, and with the uh, white containers that go into it. I yeah. think what we really need to do is just reassess where we are. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of my idea, though, is this modularity of, of stuff. But I can't do it because I have this darn... You what? I have this darn hole in my head. Oh, bullshit. Uh, you, you are incredible. I was just looking, actually, at some of the stuff you just posted mm. about the barn you built mm. and the beautiful granite wall that yeah. you built. And you know what? Here, Those are works is, of let me art. Let show you something. I just found this in the missile. Yeah. The Roman Catholic daily missile. Yeah. Is that it says, uh, this is what it says. I can't read it in Latin. But it is the epiphany as of between January second and January eighth in the diocese of the U.S. U.S. I don't understand that exactly, but it says that, and it says it in Latin, and then it says in English, "Arise, Jerusalem, excuse me, and look to the east and see your children gathering from the rising sun to the setting of the sun." Yeah. So it's talking about exactly what I was saying with the hinge concept of, the, you know, like... Uh, you got to bring people up to speed on your hinge concept. Uh, well, we have a lump of that. dirt in the backyard. Uh, which, a mound. Yeah, yeah. And it's got some cement blocks around it that I think we got to get out of there. And then I want to get from Skyline Quarry up in... Uh, where, is it, where is it again? Um, but they're online. Yeah, I don't recall. A beautiful quarry. I've been up there. Yeah, um... So, uh, Skyline Quarry, I hope we can get... So, get some granite posts yes. and have them put in the ground... North, uh, south, east, west. For yeah. The, for the beginning. Yeah. And and I want it to be true north, like stellar north. Yep. I guess. Yep. But we, we got to talk about that, too. Stellar north and not magnetic north. Yeah, right. So, that's hence the sextant and the, and the transit from way back when we built that fence and so forth. Yeah. And and so we'd build that in the back, and it would be, well, first of all, it'd be beautiful. Secondly, I'm thinking that we would also make it uh, a garden, but I also have yeah, the... herb garden, not like a vegetable garden, really, but herb garden. You put some tomatoes back there or something. Yeah, no, just, you know, just beautiful herbs and flowers. Maybe Boston Ivy on the posts? Maybe, yeah. whatever. That would develop. But um, what I was going to say was, yeah, would, you know, just, it's, it's got to be done with care, hmm. and it's got to be done carefully in terms of its planning and, and um, something we will be proud of. Yeah. And in line with the work that you've done, in timber framing of the beautiful bar barn that you built, the spectacular, and then the spectacular, uh, what would you say that the the um, retaining wall and steps and with so stairs, forth, stairs, retaining wall with stairs, with giant granite. Yeah, that was something, and I did that without uh, any real mechanical or hydraulic advantage. No, but you had your all father. All this pry bar. You had your father helping. Yeah, you're a beast. <laughs> I couldn't do that nowadays. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to 
try and get a chip. I'd have need a longer lever and sheer legs and block of tackle, sheer you know, sheaves. Yeah, for run the, man. You're run ball. man, you're forty five years old. I know, I'm just you're saying still I would a do str- it differently yeah. than just muscling those yeah, half ton yeah, rocks. Yeah. Well I did most of the muscling as I recall. Yeah, you're I said you were a beast. <laughs> um so um there were th- there are things I would do differently about both of those projects. Um Really? Uh, yeah. You know, what do they say? Um But still I Perfection like is the enemy stuff. of good. Yeah. Yeah. Something like well, that. Not, well, but still, like I mean I like I think that for example, one of the big mistakes I made about the I mean, well mom had me make it back back when you were with mom. <laughs> but the thing is like uh I think that if it had been if I had if I were to build a cabin I would have knocked down that ceiling by two feet to eight feet instead of ten, and then there would have been like six foot knee walls in the second floor. It no, would, it would have. No, you know what? It's why so. Why being ten foot ceilings in a place where people stand? Down? Because it's uniquely beautiful. Oh Christ! Anyway, it's uniquely beautiful. Well, no, I think it'd be cooler to if you were really going to build a cabin. Yeah. Like a step. Away into the woods somewhere behind your house, if you if you got the chance, um, it, I think it would be nice to uh, just have it be like eight foot ceilings, maybe a four to six foot knee wall for the, for, and then the peaked roof on the second floor, and a uh, wood range, which you can get. They, they make wood fired ranges, so it's like for a cooking stove with a cooktop yeah. that's cordwood. Well, probably make pellet stove. I mean. There, yeah, and there is an awful lot more potential that barn. You could put in, I mean, you could use a quarter of that extra vertical space and put uh, ceiling flooring across Mm. and have, you know, an area for a bunk up there. Well, it is. That's what I'm talking about. If I had built it differently and lowered the roof, lowered the ceiling of the first floor... Or the flooring in the middle of mid mid structure flooring, then there will be more. It, it transfers, you know, t- take away two feet from the second first floor, and if the building is the same height, you add it to the second floor. There are all kinds of things like that with that whole de- that whole project. That, like for example, I remember thinking, "Wow, you saw a house in, as I recall, in uh, Essex that you liked, and it." went into the design concept of, of your house. Yeah. And then I, and one of the things I said was, I think I calculated the pitch of the dorms. Why not point them up? Yeah. And there are, there are houses like that that I see. Like, why not... Uh, why not put some dormers on that house? It, you know, and that's what... that's If, if Tom Buxton, who used to be Essex, and, not, and then went to Westerly and did other things, um, but if he taught me anything... Yeah. It was architectural accents. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you get into that weird situation where the architect who you hired to do the addition came and drew the whole inside of the existing house. Yeah, right. Why not exactly. say, what accents do I need on right. the existing house or do the addition? You have a wonderful memory. So, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, that architect wasted our time and spent our money on doing nothing except measuring yeah, the okay. house. Yeah, let's not, let's not. Yeah. Anyway, okay, Ron. So here's what I want to say to you. Mm. I came in to say good night. Yeah. Here we are talking wonderfully. Mm-hmm. 
I want to uh, pick it up again tomorrow. What's okay. tomorrow? Tuesday what? How many, we've got about 15 minutes going here. Okay, but Tuesday, tomorrow, Tuesday is what? Uh, what day? Well, I would have to look at my the, phone. Cause well, I let me know. look. Let I, me I, look. Know, I know I'm going to church at 8 in the morning. Monday the 3rd. Yeah. So tomorrow, oh, wait, so it's not Epiphany yet in the Roman Catholic Church. Okay. Sorry. It's Monday. I have to look. Today's Monday. Tomorrow's for Tuesday. The time at the at the solar solstice. Tomorrow's Tuesday the 4th. What uh, day? Is your birth, birthday is Thursday. I got to get Before a God. duck in here. <laughs> um anyway, oh, so wow, my birthday. Yeah. Um okay. So I'm not doing that right now. But anyway, um okay. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, and Rune, let's uh, let's do it again. But uh, what I want to do is pre-plan maybe a topic that we can explore. I don't know what that yeah. would be. Yeah. But if we spent a few minutes, even on air, spent a few minutes talking about a topic, and then went to the topic. It'd okay. Be cool. I may I may keep talking for a while. Okay. Can you get out of here? I don't I know am. why you sat there. <laughs> anyway. All right. Okay, get out of here. Okay, adios. Yep. So that was my dad. And uh, we were talking about all the things we do when we can. And uh, that's kind of my approach is uh, like uh, systematic approaches to things. I do have a situation where I have my brain injury, so I don't really do, you know, like, motivate and do the way I used to. But I think that I'm trying to make the best out of that, because it seems like different kinds of people either do, 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 go, 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 like I've been in my past, or they um, think and think and think and, and don't motivate, which I am unfortunately now relegated to being. But the lesson seems to be um, that you can uh, kind of think it through, I hope. And that's what I would say to people. Don't not do anything. And don't... uh, He's yelling in the other room now. Crazy man. Um, don't not do anything and don't, uh, just kind of spin and do dithery things. There's something to be said for intense motivation, like being, I was a swimmer for a while. And, I mean, sheer willpower in the water to go faster for longer distances and so forth. But, um... And then a strategy to it, but not much. I, I really started despising that aspect of sports. Like, how much thought could possibly go into it? It's just muscle and overpowering situations. And that eventually led me to leave NC2A athletics. But the thing is, um, and I'm not really going to get into that right now, but... Um, I think people need systematic approaches. I do appreciate more and more that I know how to lift free weights. But I don't think we did much of that. Or I know how to swim. I could probably, I could probably teach you things other than freestyle, but I was primarily a freestyler. 
And so knowing how to exercise is, is important, but I'd, at this point, I'd rather tell people how to do it. And I, I also think that light exercise for, you know, intermittent times throughout a week is better than, you know, bonkers all the time, NC2A, Division One Athletics. So don't overdo it. But that's kind of the thing. Um, systematic approaches individual projects some of my projects with uh, my barn and the wall took many years because I was kind of learning as I was going and learning as I was having a brain disease at its onset and uh, so at this point if I do that hinge that I mentioned of stone posts and so forth it's probably going to be a situation where I I'll get out there and do what I can but I also make a logical point of saving my disability check to um, hire labor and buy the stone and have it delivered and I don't have a pickup truck anymore and that kind of stuff so I've got to change my policies and have some things done and uh, move forward with um, a systematic way of getting four granite four to six foot posts of stone granite, you know, sunk into holes. I may dig the holes myself. I may rent an auger from Home Depot and do it, you know, you know, with a two-person auger or something. I don't know yet, but that's the plan for this spring. And again, there's me being a six foot tall, strong man, and there's planning, and I have to get some instrumentation and look at the stars. Because I don't trust compasses. Because I just bought like a do- half a dozen of them. And they all came looking in different directions. So how is that possible? Anyway, on that wacky note. And calibrating compasses and figuring out the stars to put granite fence posts in. Um, I'll say good night. Thank you very much. See you later.